You're listening to the Web Presence Rockstars Podcast with Misty Smith from Rio LLC. Thanks for tuning in. y'all it's misty and welcome back to another episode of the web presence rockstars podcast today i want to go over the four components of web presence that i have created but before that i just want to check in see how everyone's doing hope everyone's still staying safe and healthy and you're able to get toilet paper you know actually i went to a very large grocery store on saturday and there was toilet paper there at noon in the middle of the day so that's really cool to know that the toilet paper hoarding has hopefully stopped. Um, now it's like paper towels and you still can't find Lysol wipes anywhere. Although I'm not really looking that hard because you know we have some here. And But I just, whenever I go to the store, I just kind of look around and take note of what's there and what's not. And maybe I can use that as an indicator as if, you know, this thing's going to end soon or if people are calming down or whatever, but I hope you're safe and healthy wherever you are. I hope you're being productive if you're working at home. I hope that if you are non-essential and you're not working, that you're getting a lot of stuff done around the house and that you're not um, being affected too badly or too much or too negatively by this whole non-essential shutdown. I know that um, here in Virginia, there's some lawsuits against the governor about, you know, non-essential if it's a membership, if it's private, if people are following the rule, following the rules, because some gyms were shut down. Um, you know, it, it's it's a mess. We have to admit this whole thing is a mess. It's unprecedented. Nobody knew it was going to happen. No one knew what could happen. And I guess the most important thing is that people are recovering and staying healthy and and not getting sick to begin with but it really has put a strain on a lot of businesses um, and people who need haircuts or want to go work out or I mean here we can't even walk on what we call our greenway the the mayor has shut it down so I mean you can walk on the streets but you can't walk on the greenways it makes no sense but that's not what this is about uh, let's get back on to the topic of businesses. So if you are a non-essential business um, and you're shut down, you know, my podcast before this, I talked about how you could take advantage of some online um, tools that you can sell your products on. Well, you know, if that's working or if it's not working, now's still a really, really good time for you to start getting, putting steps in motion for when everything is opening again. So hopefully over the next couple of months, you'll be able to go back to work. You'll be able to, um, you know, some semblance of normal life or whatever. Um, You might be super, super, super busy when you go back to work. So that's why this is a really good time to take, take the time to go and look through your website if you don't have a website, look at getting a website. But adding these components for web presence that I have created and I'm getting ready to talk to you about. So if you go to my website at rio-ll, ooh, almost knocked the microphone over, rio-llc.com, 
um, you're going to see my four components in web presence. So the first one starts with your website. Um, you know, that's what most people do. If, if, they're, if they're looking at your service or if they're looking for a service that you provide or a product that you provide or whatever, and they come across you, if someone says, hey, you know, look at XYZ company or whatever, the one of the first things people are going to do is they're going to go online. They're going to see if you have a website. They're going to see if you're going to if you have a website and they're going to see if you're on Facebook. And if you're not, they're going to be a little leery, I think, because I think it's, you know, pretty common practice nowadays that people have a website or at least a Facebook page. So, if you don't have a website, there's lots of tools out there where you can build your own website. Like you can do GoDaddy website builder, um Wix or Weebly or Squarespace. I mean, as a developer, it is paining me to say that to you guys because, you know, maybe in a different or in a future episode, I can tell you why it pains me to recommend those. But right now, we're just trying to get your web presence started, okay? So if you can afford someone for someone to build your website, then by all means, please do that. Please, you know, have someone do like a WordPress or a, um, you know, just HTML or PHP site for you. Something that, you know, it's not a drag and drop, something that can be custom built for you that doesn't look like everyone else's website out there. That's what I would recommend. But if you don't have the time or the money or the patience or the knowledge or the whatever to talk to a developer, please just go to, you know, I would say GoDaddy. I would recommend GoDaddy more than Wix or Weebly or Squarespace. But, or Square, I mean, even Square, if you have your Square account, like I was talking last time, just get your web, just get a website up. I keep hitting the microphone and I'm sorry if it's making a thump or something. I'm just, I'm not in a good organized desk mode here. So anyway, okay, sorry about that. So that's the first part of the web, uh, the first component in the, a web presence chain or circle or cycle. So the next thing is, is email marketing. And I'm gonna stop right here and kind of go on a little tiny tangent that kind of has to, has to do with all this because I'm assuming that if you're going to build a website that you have a domain, like my domain is rio-llc.com. That's my domain. And I'm assuming that when people have their own domain, that people also have their own branded email. So when I say branded email, it's like mine is, you know, uh, social at rio-llc.com. So your email is branded to match your website. And even if you don't have a website, you can have a domain and just have email on it too. Um, instead of just having a Gmail, because if you're sending out you know, email marketing, if you're sending out like newsletters and whatever, and it's coming from a Gmail account, that's kind of sketchy. You know, people are looking for um, branded and professional type emails. So, so many times I see people even with their own website, I don't even know why you wouldn't have a branded email. Um, I mean, there's tons and tons of options. Um, you can even buy it through you Gmail. You can even get a branded email through Gmail and still use the Gmail platform. And it really doesn't cost that much. I think it's like maybe five to 10 bucks a month or something. And that way, if you really, really love your Gmail platform, 
you can still use the Gmail platform, but also have a branded email address for your business. So that's a big pet peeve of mine when I see someone with just a regular Gmail account that, you know, it's either on their website or their Facebook. They're not taking the time to understand the branding and, and people pay attention to that. Um, I know personally, even though it's a pet peeve of mine, if someone has a Gmail, I'm kind of leery to contact them. It's like, come on, you're a business. If you want to be taken seriously, get a real serious professional branded email account. All right. So let's move on from there. So with your email marketing, that's like the second component, basically. So if you have a website, you can offer um, like landing pages like freebies, value-added freebies, like an ebook or a, P, a PDF download or an offer or coupon or whatever. And you can post that, which we're getting to social media, which is the third component. But when you post that, people will be driven to your website, to that landing page, where they will put in their email address. And then when they put in their email address, that can link to whatever platform that you're using for email content. So like uh, newsletter content. So if you're using MailChimp or MailerLite or Kajabi or, um, in, um, um, I guess that's an email marketing platform. I know it's for online marketing or classes and online courses and stuff, but I mean, there's tons of them out there. I use MailChimp. I've just used MailChimp for a very long time and I'm used to it. I did try one time to use MailerLite and I got really, really frustrated with the code to integrate it with my website because my website is custom coded, hand coded, and it wasn't like I, I couldn't manipulate the styling like I could with MailChimp. So I dumped that and I'm back to MailChimp. And without getting into a lot of information about MailChimp, um, you there's I mean you can set up your own funnel that way. You don't need click funnels. You don't need to pay someone to set up a funnel for you. You can do it yourself in MailChimp and we'll talk about funnels later. But if you're in the sales um, realm, you already know what a funnel is, a click funnel. So when people put in their email address, it goes to MailChimp and they opt in. You make sure that, that they opt in because you don't want to force your newsletters and stuff upon people because you could get reported as spam. So they opt in, they get what they were wanting, like the PDF or the um, invitation to a webinar or a coupon or a discount or a PDF or whatever. Um, they get that. And then you have their email address. So that goes into MailChimp. And then from there, you can send out um, other coupons. You can send out weekly newsletters, um, just information like sales, you know, whatever you want to send out that is going to keep people interested in opening your emails, like blog, new blog posts, um, updated information, or like if there's any kind of public service announcement or... Um, anything that you just want to put out there. It doesn't have to be a weekly newsletter, but um, you could even send out, you know, hey, how you doing? I mean, once you have these people's email addresses, then you have, you know, a direct line to their inbox. And just as a side note, I mean, don't, don't spam these people, please. I mean, a lot of times when I sign up for emails, it goes to um, my junk folder. And I check my junk folder every day for whatever reason. 
I just, I mean, I have all kinds of notifications about website security that comes to my junk folders that I've just never put over to my regular inbox. So I check my junk email every day. So I still see um, these emails that come from the people that I've signed up for. But, um, you know, if I, what I've noticed is if I keep opening those emails, then they'll automatically not go to spam. But um, you want to make sure that people see you as important and, and they not necessarily, not necessarily look forward to your emails, but they know that when they get an email from you, it's going to be something of value to them, that you're not just, hey, how's it going? Or, hey, check out this cute puppy post or whatever. So make sure that you're, when you're setting up your emails um, and your email lists, um, that you're not spamming people and that you're giving out valuable information. Um, what's really cool about MailChimp and I'm sure other mark, uh, email platforms as well, like Constant Contact, that's another one, but you can set up different types of lists. So you can um, set up a list for, you know, if you have um, a freebie for an ebook and you have that separate mailing list. And if you have like um, a coupon, you have that separate mailing list. So you know those people are interested in those things and you can keep sending the same type of content to those people. Or you can combine the lists and send out your newsletters to everyone. There's lots and lots of options that... Um, we don't really have time to get into right now. This is just kind of like an overview. So that's email marketing. That's the second component. The third component is dun, 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 social media. So I've already tapped into it there. And you can already see how those three components are working. So you have your website traffic. You have social media. You have your website pointing to social media. Social media pointing to your website. You have people going to your website from social media to sign up for your email lists. And then you have your email list pointing back to your social media or to your website. It's like a big cycle. And I think you should take full advantage of that. Um, and try you know, all different types of ways. Just don't keep it going in the same direction. You can, you know just kind of change it up and see what works best. Um, but those three components, okay, so with social media, whether you have, you know, Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or LinkedIn or whatever, um, nowadays you hear a whole bunch of information about don't make people click off of the platform. So like just today I heard on in, about in, Instagram to never ever put link in bio ever again because people who are on Instagram are looking specifically on Instagram and they don't want to you know dump off into something else. Yes, and there's flary tail again. <coughs> so which I never really thought about. I mean, it, it's good information to have that and and I'm very guilty of putting link in bio, but you know, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm just going to see, I'm just going to kind of test it out and see. And that's the beauty of all this. Like there is no magic form formula. There is no magic pill. A lot of this is trial and error. I'm just telling you the components that work best in gaining web presence for you. So, and those three components that we've talked about so far, I know there's a fourth one, but the three so far, website, email marketing, social media. So, and the same thing with Facebook. Um, I, I talked uh, in, I think it was episode two about Facebook, that um, Facebook 
the algorithm wants people to stay on Facebook. They don't want to click off. It's very much like um, your websites. You don't want people to click off your website to go somewhere else. You want to keep traffic traffic on your website. Same thing with Facebook. Same thing with it, with Instagram now, apparently. So, um, and again, these don't apply to paid ads. Like the paid advertising is all good. They don't care where you. Well, they do care where they where you send people. But if you have a link to your website to sign up for a freebie or whatever, and it's a paid ad, uh, a paid ad that you've done either um, Facebook or Instagram. I mean, that's okay, obviously. But if it's an organic ad that you're just po- or not ad, I'm sorry, organic posts that you're just posting, keep people on the platform. So the secret to Instagram, I guess, now instead of link in bio, it's, n- it's now like DM me. So DM me if you want more information, which is really cool. You can put that on your stories. You can put it on your Facebook stories. And people are swiping through and they see something of interest to them. And you've already put the call to action on that saying, you know, DM me. I mean, why wouldn't you? So if you've piqued someone's interest, then they're contacting you. And then at that point, you can send them the link because they've already um, expressed some interest in what you're selling your services or products or whatever you're selling. So then they go to your website. So still, and then you get you get your their emails, you ask them for emails. I mean, so you can see where I'm going with this. The three different components kind of stack on top of each other. They cycle around, they go either direction. There's not one, you know, you do this, you do this, you do this. They all work in conjunction with each other. So that brings me to the fourth component, which, in my opinion, is the most important component, like, ever. Like, ever. So you can do anything you want with those three previous components that we talked about, the website, the email marketing, and the social media. But it's this one that is, this one will tell you everything you need to know and how you can change up the other three components to do trial and error to, and to get hopefully better results. So drum roll, please. Da, 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 da. I can't do a drum roll, but like, I'm like tapping like on the table. That's my drum roll. Analytics. Dun, da, da. Analytics. So, and anyone who knows me knows that, that that's not a big surprise that analytics to me is the most important. But it really is because you're data in, data out. How are you gauging how well you're doing. Like, I guess you could gauge by how many people sign up for your email list, but if you're not tracking how many people open those emails, then what is, what's the point? Like, what's the point if you're not tracking how many people are getting to your website and how they're getting there and how long they're staying? Like, you know, that, that tells you so much right there. Like if, if someone is clicking Like if someone is going from your Facebook post to your website, you can see that through Google Analytics. You can see that someone is going from your website, I'm sorry, from from your Facebook to your website. And then from there, you can see how long they stay on there. You can see what pages they go to. You can see the flow of the pages. You can see if they bounce right off. So, you know, obviously, if you're if people are clicking from your social media to your website, there was something in your social media that piqued their interest. But if they go to your website and then they click off, then there is a disconnect in what you're trying to do. 
So the analytics are kind of like the the roadmap. It's the the key to to everything. Um, you know, is your content how's your content doing on your website? Like how is your how are your images? How I mean, just how it just tells you everything. <laughs> I know it sounds funny and I'm so excited about this you can tell because I'm getting like super excited and you can't see me but I'm using my hands as I'm speaking because I'm just so passionate about this I really am and again like analytics with your email marketing so you have people on your email list and you send out an email to 500 people well no one buys anything from 500 emails or no one follows up with you or no one clicks or no one does whatever they were supposed to do with that email. Let's say it's a coupon. Nobody gets the coupon. Then you can go back to your email list to that particular campaign and see how many people opened it. You can see how many people you even know who like reported you as spam, which is kind of dangerous because you're like, ah, I know that person. Why would they say I'm spam? But, (laughs) yes that's happened before not to me but to a client but anyway um it just tells you so much information so from those analytics you know on your even on your social media like if you're doing a post on social media organic post it'll tell you how many people um were engaged in your post and engagement can mean like so many things it can mean like liking or reacting or tapping on the see more link or opening um like if you have like seven or eight images like opening where like tapping on the photos where you can scroll and see the images or how long you've watched a video or if you uh, tap to see more of the video that and you're not just scrolling by these analytics tell you exactly what you need to be doing next they tell you you know here's what's happening And then from there, if it doesn't align with your goals of what you want to happen, then you can bridge that gap between what's happening and what you want to happen. And that, my dear listener friend people, is the key to web presence. So I'm going to um, preface this right here too with another disclaimer though. Like this doesn't work unless these are people who are interested in what you're selling. So let's say you are selling, you know, XYZ widgets or whatever. The people who don't care about widgets or don't want widgets aren't going to be your audience. And they're not, I mean, if they get on their e- on your email list, then they're never really going to take advantage of what you have to offer because, I mean, they don't care. So it goes back to knowing who your audience is and trial and error. And also patience too. So I really wish there was a silver silver bullet. Yes. And I wish that there was a magic formula. But I have just provided you with all the tools that you need for web presence. Um, there, well, well, the components. So if you get into analytics, you have... You know, your Facebook insights, you have your insights for Instagram, you have the activity for your LinkedIn, um, you have the you know, insights for your Pinterest. I mean, each social media platform has its own insights and analytics that, that you should be looking at. Um, email marketing platforms should have all the analytics um, to follow 
you know, just the chain of your email, like how many people are opting out, how many people are engaged in your emails. So um, you need to take advantage of that. For your website, that's when it goes back to, I already mentioned Google Analytics. Y'all, that's a free tool. I mean, why not use it? It's a free tool. The other free tool that I love is the Search Console. It used to be Webmaster Tools, but now it's the Google Search Console. And that works in conjunction with analytics, with the Google Analytics, but it also tells you so much information. It shows you how you're being found organically. It shows you search queries. And I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on just the Search Console because it is that incredible. But you can see... Um, how people are finding you and, you know, search, search strings. So if you want to be found under best photographer in your city, then you can look and see what people are typing in and how you're ranking through Google. And you can see how many impressions that search string has given your website and how many times people have clicked. So, and what's really cool is that if you, um, like impressions, if you have like 500 impressions of best photographer in your city, um, but only one click, then there's some kind of disconnect there. So like that means that Google is showing you as, as, a, res, um, as a result um, from that search query, but people aren't clicking. People are clicking on someone else. So then if you move over on a couple columns on the search console, it tells you, you know, your page rank like your average page rank. And that could be, I mean, it's not for sure. Like if it says you're number two on the page, average page rank for that search query. I mean, that's, you know, give or take or whatever. But if it says you're, um, if your rank is a hundred, that means you're probably on the 10th page. And that one person who clicked out of 500 impressions um, they went searching, they did a deep dive into the Google search results and came across your, your, um, your result, um, your ranking, your company on that page rank. So then you have your work cut out for you because then you can look at how you're being found and how you want to be found and then you can switch it up. So that means you, you're switching up the content on your website, you're switching up images, you're switching up your SEO description, like what um, when people do see your website on the Google search, search results, it has a little description. Um, you know, social media, there's so many things that you can change up to get the results that you want. So that's how it all works with the four components. It's website, email marketing, social media, and the most important, analytics. So if you're only doing one of these, you're not going to get the same results as if you're doing all four. Um, if you're doing two, no. If you're doing three, no. You have to do all four. And a lot of people do leave out either the email marketing or the analytics. And those two are huge because let's, let's look at email marketing, your email lists as like warm leads like seriously warm leads because they have given you their email address in exchange for something that they found to be valuable to them. So there's no cold calls. You're not just, you know, Hey, here, here's my stuff. And they're like, I don't care. 
it's a warm lead. They you've said you've said, "Hey, here's my stuff." They've given you their email address to get you know because it's it's valuable to them. So I know I'm rambling. So sorry. I do. I get really really excited about this because I've seen it work. I've seen it uh, in like in play. I've seen it all play out. I've seen companies who only do one or two of these. And what's crazy is, you know, if they don't care about the analytics, any client, hit the microphone again, sorry. Any client of mine, whether they want the results or not, they have analytics on their, on their at least on their website, if I'm doing their website for them. They have analytics on there. And if they're interested in the analytics, I will go over it with them a lot. But it's crazy. Like some people are like, I don't care. Like, why don't you care? Like, if, if, if you want to sell something, if you want to sell your services, if you want to sell your products, if you want to sell anything, why don't you care about your website traffic? Like I, but anyway, so it, if someone's just using their website and their social media, or if they're just using their social media and people are going to their website, it's crazy. I look back, I go through analytics, um, probably once every couple of weeks and I just keep an eye on it. And if something is doing really, really well, a lot of times I will tell my client and say, Hey, like this is what's happening here. It's pretty cool, huh? And sometimes they care, sometimes they don't. So, but as an entrepreneur, like I'm not talking about how you should do your, your, or I don't know how you should handle your clients, whatever. As an entrepreneur, I am telling you these four components, website, email marketing, social media, and analytics, they will help you, especially if you're like a solopreneur or you're just starting out or you don't have a, a very big budget. Um, you're just a one-man show and you want to sell your services or products or whatever. These are the four components. So like email marketing, MailChimp is free up to 10,000 followers. Um, social media, obviously if you're not running any ads, those are free. You could run a $5 ad. Like you don't really have to have a lot of money for, for Facebook and Instagram ads, which I'll do a whole nother podcast on that one. But it's, I mean, you don't have to spend a lot of money. Google Analytics, Google Search Console, all free. So there you go. What you're spending money on is going to be on, on your website. So, you know, you could do a one page website that, you know, people scroll down. There's still a menu, so it doesn't look like it's a one page site. And you click on the menu item and it anchors down and it scrolls down the page to whatever section that is. And it's, it looks professional. And, you know, if you need a one page website, let me know because my company, I build one page websites to um, help people with small budgets. So contact me, social at rio-llc.com. And I can talk to you about that. Um, or I think you can go to my store site because it's a one-page website. So, um, yeah. The, your biggest expense in these four components is going to be your website. And, I, you know, a lot of people just have a landing page with their contact information. And they'll have, like, a couple pictures. And, and you can still track from there. Um, or if you're, if you're giving away freebies or if you're trying to sell something, you know, it doesn't have to be elaborate. Um, and again, your branded email, super, super, super important because 
people are going to know that you're serious. And and like I said, I know Gmail, everyone loves the platform, thinks they're used to using the platform. I never really got into it. Um, for whatever reason, I've always been an Outlook girl. I don't know. And I have nothing against Gmail. I have some Gmail accounts, obviously. But um, I, I just don't like the layout of it. I'm used to Outlook. It's whatever you're used to. But still, if you if you have a Gmail account, if you like using the Gmail platform, you can get your branded email through Gmail. You know, a couple bucks a month. Five to twelve, ten bucks a month or whatever. So we're talking like minimal dollars here. We're not talking about anything like you're, you're spending massive amounts of money. But if you do these things and it's, you, you know, the most it's going to take is your time because you're going to have to do research. You're going to have to do trial and error. You're going to have to, you know, spend some time digging into your analytics. You're going to have to spend some time figuring out, you know, what am I going to change? Like I'm getting this result, but I want this result. You're going to have to spend some time creating emails and templates and you can buy those at, you know, different places. Um, you can go to Invado.com or whatever, or Invado Elements. And there, there's lots of places where you can get things that are inexpensive. So that's the whole moral of this. You know, larger companies have tons and tons of resources that you can use, that they have to use, that they spend tons and tons of dollars for. You have those resources at your fingertips. And they're not that expensive. Most of them are free. So anyway... I think that's it for today. I try not to talk that long, but I've ended up talking 33 minutes. So I'm sorry. This is just so exciting for me. And if you're still listening to me at the end of this, thank you. I hope you've learned something. You know, drop me a line. Send me. A, there's a link um, that you can contact me through the anchor.fm form. You can send a message to me there. Or you can call me. Or you can email me. You can go to my website and, and messenger me. You can go to my Facebook page. There's tons of ways to get in touch with me. I, If I can help you, I want to help you for, for real. I really do. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope you tune in for the next episode that's coming. And I hope you're staying uh, safe and healthy. And you're staying home or you're you know, doing everything that you can. If you're an essential worker, thank you so much. Thank you to all the grocery store workers, the restaurant workers, the doctors, the truckers, the sanitation, the city workers, you know, waterworks, I mean, power, everyone who is still responsible for keeping our lives going. Thank you so much. And um, I hope y'all have a great day and I'll talk to you soon.